Welcome, boys and girls, to the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Hy-Vee and Toyson Ford. My name is Dan Casper. This is a first for our little podcast, kind of. On this episode, we're going to be debuting a new segment that I like to call Tales from the Man Cave. For anyone who doesn't know me or hasn't listened to previous podcast episodes, I love history and I love telling stories. I really love researching and finding out new, interesting stories. I've dabbled into telling some stories in previous podcasts, but now I'm ready to make it a regular feature on this podcast. We'll still do our sports bantering and other crazy nonsense, but I think many of you will enjoy learning about something new in the sports world. And these stories I want to tell are not stories that you've already mostly know about or heard about before. I want to dig deeper and showcase some people teams, events, or things you may have never heard about before. So I hope you enjoy this first installment of Tales from the Man Cave, entitled The Ghostly Games They Play. With Halloween approaching, I thought it would be kind of fun to tell a few ghost stories related to the sports world. See, I also have an affinity to a good ghost, paranormal, or Bigfoot story. During my research, there were some stories that I had heard before, but I also found a few that I never heard about. Some of these stories were told to me firsthand, and some I looked up with some researching on the internet. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Our first story, we head to Madison into Camp Randall Stadium where the Wisconsin Badger football team plays their home games. First, a quick background on Camp Randall. Before the Civil War, the site that Camp Randall is on was the site for the annual Wisconsin State Fair. Then once the Civil War started, the land was used as a mil- then once the- then once the Civil War started, the land was used as a military training center for Union soldiers. In 1862, the site took in more than 1,000 Confederate soldiers as prisoners. But it wasn't a properly facility. But it wasn't a proper facility to house prisoners. Soon after prisoner, soon after prisoners started to arrive, illness and death spread throughout the facility. In just a couple of months, all the remaining prisoners were moved to other locations that were more suitable. In total, 140 men died during this brief existence as a prison, and they were all buried in a mass grave nearby. In 1893, years after the war, the state presented the land to the university as an athletic field, and the stadium was built at its present site in 1913. Camp Randall is named after former Governor Alexander Randall. Fun fact, Randall had apparently threatened that Wisconsin would secede if Abraham Lincoln didn't win the presidency and end slavery. The stadium has gone under many renovations since it was first constructed, but the ghostly stories all center around when the site was used as a prisoner camp for the Civil War. According to an ESPN article on ESPN.com published in October of 2020, many people, tailgaters and workers, have witnessed what they described as Confederate soldiers in uniform and sometimes seen with bandages walking in and out and around the stadium. I mean, can you imagine you're tailgating before a Badger football game, which is a huge party to begin with, and you glance over to the stadium and see a ghostly Confederate soldier walking around the stadium? Hey, Joey, that looks like Robert E. Lee over there. Go grab him a beer. So the next time you're heading to Madison to watch the Badgers, keep your eye out around Camp Randall. You might expect to see something you weren't planning on seeing before. Next, let's head a bit east to Milwaukee. Now, this is probably one of the more famous ghost stories out there. It involves the Pfister Hotel and the Milwaukee Brewers. We'll talk about that after this quick break. 
Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a driving experience like no other? At Toys and Ford, they're not just selling cars, they're delivering dreams on four wheels. With a wide range of Ford vehicles, you'll find the perfect ride to suit your style and needs. Their expert team is there to guide you through every step of the way, from test driving to financing. They're committed to making your car buying journey seamless and enjoyable. Toys and Ford, where your automotive dreams become a reality. Visit them today and experience the thrill of driving with the best. The Fister was built in 1893 and is the go-to hotel for visiting baseball teams to stay at when they are in town to play the Milwaukee Brewers. Rumor has it that it's Charles Fister, founder of the hotel who passed away in 1927, is the ghost that haunts this hotel. What makes the stories about these hauntings more intriguing is that there are so many stories that come from baseball players themselves. Back in 2013, ESPN.com talked to a few players about their experiences in the hotel, and they relayed their experiences for the story. One of those players is Bryce Harper. He claimed that one morning when he woke up, his clothes that he laid out on a table at the end of the bed were on the floor, and the table was on the other side of the room. Brandon Phillips claimed that the radio turned on by itself multiple times, and Michael Young said he heard footsteps in his room. And when he asked the ghost to not wake him up, he didn't hear a thing the rest of the night. C.J. Wilson told a story that one night the lights started flickering and ended up shutting off along with the TV. Then some of the lights came back on. Then later on, he heard scratching in the walls and the lights ended up going crazy again. He said a bunch of his teammates experienced similar things that night and one of those teammates was Colby Lewis. Lewis claimed that he saw a skeletal apparition that affected him so much that he went to see the team chaplain that morning. One time, Carlos Gomez's iPod was playing static, and when he went to grab it, it changed songs again. He was so freaked out that he ran to the lobby without his pants on. Carlos Martinez and Marcel Ozuna both claim to have seen a ghost, and other players have reported to have heard voices and banging sounds. Some players have even paid to stay at other hotels so they don't have to stay at the fist. Could it be the former owner who's attempting to give his hometown baseball team an extra home field advantage by giving their opponents a restless night? Or could the old building filled with older decor just give that creepy vibe that the mind is playing tricks on people? Guess you'll have to experience it for yourself. Now, the one team in the stadium that you would expect to have a lot of ghost stories, legends, or lore is the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. Oddly, though, there's not a whole lot out there that's as public as Camp Randall in the Fister Hotel stories. But we've got a couple. We'll tell you those after the quick break. Shoppers, listen up. Are you ready to save big on all your grocery needs? Why wouldn't you? Well, then head on down to Hy-Vee in Eau Claire where the deals are sizzling hot. Hy-Vee has the fresh produce, top quality meats, pantry staples, and all your favorite brands under one roof. And don't forget about their amazing in-store bakery and deli. Need a quick bite to eat? Hy-Vee in Eau Claire has many different options to choose from at their food court as well. So go ahead and visit Hy-Vee in Eau Claire, your one-stop shop for savings, quality, and convenience. Perhaps it's because the stories are kept under wraps or nobody has wanted to share them, or perhaps it's just simply nobody has had any experiences, but trying to find a ghost story surrounding the Green Bay Packers and Lambeau Field can be a little tough. There are a couple of stories, though, featured in the book Weird Wisconsin, written by Linda Godfrey and Richard Hendricks, and they're centered around a Packers icon, former head coach Vince Lombardi. 
According to the book, after Vince Lombardi passed away, his wife Marie would visit with him at his exhibit in the Packers Hall of Fame. David Moranis, who wrote When Pride Still Mattered, the amazing Vince Lombardi biography, also noted that, quote, she certainly talked to him or believed she talked to him after he died. I got recordings of a speech she was going to give at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. She was practicing it, and she stopped and started, and you could hear her address Vince like he was there. Also, according to the book Weird Wisconsin, the man who purchased Lombardi's home after he left Green Bay said, quote, Sometimes you get the feeling that Vince is here. When there's a bad game or a bad play, you can hear someone walking around here. By the way, this person's profession was a psychiatrist, too. Here's one story that was relayed to me personally. An employee for the Packers told me once in a while in the Packers Hall of Fame in the trophy room where the Super Bowl rings are, they will randomly be moved off their pedestal. The thing is, those rings are locked up in their display cases. But one has to imagine that if ghosts were real, something has to be around Lambeau Field. There's just too much history for it to not be. But maybe that's just wishful thinking on my part. I would love to imagine that Vince Lombardi, Reggie White, Bart Starr, Don Hudson, Curly Lambeau, and so many other legendary figures in the Packers history check in at Lambeau Field once in a while to see how things are going, whether it's to watch a game or hang out in the Hall of Fame with all that history there. So those are just a couple of ghostly stories related to your favorite Wisconsin sports teams. Maybe you listening right now have had an experience or witnessed something that was just weird. Or maybe you're not a believer in any of this. Whatever the case may be, they're definitely interesting stories. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast and our first episode in our series entitled Tales from the Man Cave. We'll continue to tell the story on other historical games, teams, people, events, and more. Because we need to keep history and their stories alive. I'm Dan Casper. And thank you for listening to the Man Cave Podcast.